Two days later, we show up LA Fashion Week, and as you know, all the models dressed in black from head to toe. I walk in there in probably the most obnoxious colors you've ever seen. I mean, it was just <laughs> like my shoes looked like an explosion. My shirt was wild and crazy. Everybody's in black, 400 models. Oh my God. As I'm styling, you know, grabbing the team that we need, one designer was like, Who's that guy that got the colors mm-hmm. on? I'm like, oh, he's Dr. Stylus. They asked, Does he model? I'm like, No, I don't think he does. And she says, well, I'll pay, I think it was like 600 bucks to walk oh in the God. runway show. Now, keep in mind, I'm already getting paid to stop. Okay, so yes. So, the Nigerian in me, <laughs> the Nigerian in me is like, yo, we're going to make it make sense. Yes, so period. She tried a suit on me in a fit, mm-hmm. and she said, now, can you walk? Period. Can I walk? So- Welcome to Keys to the Culture Podcast. I'm your hostess with the Moses, Maisha Robinson, and this is a place where we celebrate black creatives and innovators who shape the culture around us and give relevance to the creator economy. In other words, we rooting for everybody black. So what is the creator economy? Before you ask, and I'm glad you asked, the creator economy is the economy. It is where creators of all kinds are able to turn their passions into thriving businesses, brands, deals, and those viral videos are paying the bills. You know those TikTok videos, everybody's doing a little Uzi Vert dance? They are getting paid in the shade, and why are you not getting paid? So you're gonna learn how to do that today. And on Keys of the Culture, we like to give shine to those who are doing amazing things. We call them culture change makers. And one of the people we want to shout out today is Virgil Abloh, who is American designer, creative director for Louis Vuitton. He created his own brand, Off-White, was selling off the shelf, and he also had brand deals with Ikea and Nike. He is someone who made it pivotal for black people in the fashion industry to thrive. He has created the blueprint, right? So we want to celebrate him. He passed in 2021, but we want to show him love and give flowers where it is due. But just like Virgil Abloh, we have someone today who is a moment. He is a fashion icon. He is best dressed, and he is no other than Dolan Doc Eduwale. And I want to introduce him today because he is so important to the fashion industry. And to give a little background on him, he is a social entrepreneur. He is an established brand ambassador. He has published both locally and internationally over 30 times, 30 y'all. And he is currently serving as the creative director for Actively Black, Ugochi Persevere, Twisted Taylor, Afro City, Skin Muse, as well as being a force as a male model. I mean, he's laying it out for you guys. He's looking great. Skin is shining so bright, and I love his energy. Doc has appeared in such prestigious runways as New York Fashion Week, LA Fashion Week, San Diego Fashion Week, BET, and many others, and now he is transitioning to the host. Hello, Doc. Greetings, wow. The you DOC. Do all of my intros from here. I now. did. I it's that. the DOC. DOC's in the building. Yes, and yeah. I'm so happy you are here today. And one thing people don't know is that I met this man about two years ago yeah. at the Black Women Appreciation Brunch, which is happening again yeah. Yeah. soon, Come and on. I will be in the building as well. And when I seen him, I said, this man can dress. Mm-hmm. This man is a star. He smelled good, y'all. He smelled good right now. But we want to give him some shine today because I feel like his story, his journey is something to be talked about. So I want to ask you one question before we get started. When did you know that black creativity is the culture? Mm. Wow, that's an excellent question. How did I know? When did I know that black creativity is the culture? 
Um, my first job, mm-hmm. an internship at LACMA, which is the LA County Museum of Art. Um, it's the one with the fancy big lights on the outside. Mm-hmm. I grew up in South Central primarily, and I would travel after lunch all the way to the museum, study art, wow. and present it. Yeah. At the time, you know, I'm traveling with the rag in my back pocket, with mm-hmm. the chucks on, okay. with that type of energy, because that's Let's where I grew up, that's what I was very familiar with. And I saw how I was received. Yeah. Um, that there was a lot of um, critique mm-hmm. and uncertainty just yes. around my persona. Got my first check, which was substantial. I think they were paying me 20 bucks an hour at the time, back in the day, right? Yes. And so minimum wage was six bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and got some gear. Yeah, you know, I went to the Goodwill, got a couple blazers, got them tailored, and I noticed that the energy that was around me was completely different. It will change. I'm the same person, mm-hmm. but now I'm accepted in these places. And I think that's when it finally clicked that if you're versatile, mm-hmm. you can appear as all things that can take you very far. Yes, and I yeah. agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Because one thing I like to do is dress. I like to put it on. And um, and when I dress in certain different ways, I notice the energy does change, depending on the rooms that you're in. I have met some of the most amazing people in the highest of offices you can think about. I mean, executives, I mean, business owners, even government. And the way that I dress can change the way I enter a room, the way I speak. And people pay attention a little bit more. So there's some bars in there. Y'all take notes. The way you dress has an impact. Absolutely. I'm not saying you got to change who you are, but it helping dress is not only just fashion, but it's personal style. Absolutely. So let's talk about the difference between fashion and personal style. Okay. So what is your take on that? Fashion. Um, a lot of times you have media resources that can project mm-hmm. what the next move could be. Yeah, right? definitely. Um, and if you don't understand who you are, the message that you're trying to convey with your own personal sense of fashion, it can get very convoluted. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a theory, and this okay. might be a little crazy, <laughs> but when you're as tall as me mm-hmm. and as dark as me, you can wear whatever you want. Mm-hmm. If you're over 6'2 and dark, you can wear whatever you want. There are days I've stepped out the house not matching, colors okay. not coordinating, <laughs> and the energy I get from the fit is like, whoa. And I'm like, I didn't even try today. Mm-hmm. So... I think when you present as your aesthetic is, I'm a model. Yeah. Um, and I'm ready for a magazine. It, it really doesn't matter. So yeah. that's just kind of how I get down. I love colors. I love trying new elements and yes. just seeing what catches. And you're in the fashion industry. Yeah. So yeah. how did you get into fashion? Ooh, what yeah. what path did you take to get into the fashion industry as a model as yeah. well as a creative director? So that's an interesting story. So I was a stylist before. Oh, um, nice. It's just, just taking care of the fellas. Yeah. And um, I had a contact out in the UK who was flying out for LA Fashion mm-hmm. Week. Hey, Doc, I'm coming in. Do you know any models? I'm like, I know a ton of models. So I met his, met his hotel. He had about 15 pieces laid out. We're sorting through them with a the selection of models that I thought were going to be relevant for the show. Mm-hmm. Two days later, we show up LA Fashion Week, and as you know, all the models are dressed in black from head to toe. I walk in there, probably the most obnoxious colors you've ever seen. I mean, it was just like my <laughs> shoes looked like an explosion. My shirt was wild and crazy. Everybody's in black, 400 models. Oh, my God. As I'm styling, you know, grabbing the team that we need, one designer was like, who's that guy that got the colors mm-hmm. on? I'm like, oh, he's Dr. Stylist. They asked, does he model? I'm like, no, I don't think he does. And she says, well, I'll pay, I think it was like 600 bucks to walk oh in the God. runway show. 
Now keep in mind, I'm already getting paid to stop. Okay, so yeah. The Nigerian me, <laughs> the Nigerian me is like, yo, we are gonna make it make sense. Yes, so period. She tried to suit on me in a fit, mm-hmm. and she said, now can you walk? Period. Can I walk? So I, you know, I did my thing. And keep in mind, their models have dedicated their, you know, two, three, five years to this. Yes. I'm dressed in just explosion of color, and they're mm-hmm. all in black, and I'm closing the whole show. Oh my so God. So they gave me that honor. And so I remember backstage, I'm there and it's brands in my face, yeah. it's cameras, and people trying to figure out like, who is this, this cat? Yes. And um, the Nigerian in me was like, opportunity, let's get it. Let's get into it. So that's literally it. how it started. It was just right place and right time. I love that. Yeah. That's alignment. We yeah. talked about alignment a little bit before right. we came on camera. And yeah. one thing about alignment is it doesn't matter where you are, oh, yeah. who you're talking yeah. to. Yeah. When God steps in the room and he says, this is this is where you need to shine. Yeah. I'm going to just put you over here. Yeah. And I'm going to show you what possibilities are over here and how your life can drastically change just by being a part of that. Yeah. And that's kind of along with your story as well. Like during the pandemic, there has been so many things that happened to so many people. We yeah. lost jobs. I yeah. lost jobs. Yeah. Um, but I was able to thrive in the creative as well and yeah. build businesses. So for you... Yeah. What has the pandemic done for you that has changed your life? Mm. Yeah, so I love that you mentioned um, disalignment. My word for the the year the pandemic Mm -hmm. happened was shift, Mm -hmm. right? You never lose sight of the created intent and why you're here. But be moldable enough to shift if you see another avenue because the blessing might be right over there, right? Absolutely. Um, and so shifting from being a solace to then being a model, then to being a creative director and content creator, you know, just all the different things. And it's still art. Yeah. It's still under that umbrella. Pandemic was um, challenging for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Change financially, lives. you know, physically, health-wise. For yeah. me, I was thriving. Mm. Um, I was getting booked left and right. Yeah. And uh, at the time I was working in corporate America, um, shout out to Hulu, so I was, um, on the social media team for yeah. Hulu, Fortune 500 company, mm. um, it did nothing for my creativity. Wow. And so there was a saying that every day I work a nine to five, a little bit more of my creativity dies, yes. right? Yes. And so I'm getting off work and I'm rushing downtown and I'm you know, creating shoots and grabbing clients and doing all the things. I'm just mm-hmm. exhausted. Yeah. And um, so when I left Hulu, I went to Bird, which was the electric scooters. Yeah. The fastest growing um, startup in US history. And um, I was on the trust and safety team, believe it or not. So in tech, wow. and Come so technology. But again, nothing to do with crazy mm-hmm. whatsoever. But understand marketing, branding, and business, and social yes. awareness. Yes. So using all those skills into what I do now. Um, as you know, the pandemic is is a was a contagious disease, oh, yeah. right? And so you're on electric scooters to be passed from one person to another. That yeah. industry. And I'm seeing the money, right? I'm seeing 100000 come in per day. I'm seeing stupid numbers. Mm-hmm. And they're dwindling down to 30. Oof. So we had, what, a 70% Rough. layoff? Oh, my God. My team was essential because we trust and safety. Yeah. Um, but me seeing that is like, okay, it's time. It might be that time. I'm trying to figure some things out. So I was tenured. I put me in my, what was it, two years? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I got the nice severance and all that. But then it was like, okay, what are you going to do, Doc? Mm-hmm. Um, you're creative for this. Literally, yeah. my name is Survival of the Creatives, right? Yeah. And um, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? Mm. Something I just woke up and believed. That's a bar. Um, if I'm supposed to create, then nothing's going to stop that. Yeah. 
not doubt, not fear, not insecurity, not finances, born for this. And yeah. so um, I started creating the things that I was passionate about. Yeah. Not worried about the check. Mm-hmm. Not worried about anything other than just authenticity. And in that, there were a lot of brands that saw alignment and they were like, wow, yeah. you paid for this with I'm like, oh, I, I wrote the script, I shot the script, I, you know, I edited it, I did all, I did the voiceover. Mm. And so I was getting booked left and right because oh I feel God. like a lot of people were just stunned yeah. and didn't know what to do, but I had never stopped. If yeah. you're not paying for it, I'm creating what I'm passionate about. Absolutely. And my brand just continued to grow and grow and grow. And now they're brands that are like, how are you doing that? Like, yeah. I was doing it for two years while people were scratching their head trying to figure out where the next check, stimulus check was coming from. Yeah. It's like, we've been getting it. Okay. So, yeah. That's yeah. a long story. You know, it, the pandemic did two things. It either advanced, like, whatever you were doing. Yeah. It it helped you build or it helped other people to dig deeper within themselves a lot of times and you mentioned authenticity so for black men to be authentic in today's society especially in america it's it seems like it's always this this filter over being yourself we have to always have this mask on and we can't authentically step out into the world and be yourself especially as a black man And there's so much mental health um, awareness now that we're starting to see. But as a black yeah. man, how do you step into your authentic self yeah. in a world yeah. and be accepted? Mm. Or is it about acceptance? That's a great question. I appreciate the, the mm. asterisks on the end of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I'll tell a short story. So the two men, mm-hmm. they both decide that they're going to spend the night in a haunted house. Mm-hmm. One of the men is deathly afraid of ghosts. The other doesn't believe him at all. Mm-hmm. They're there in the middle of the night. They hear a loud crash. Mm-hmm. The guy that's deathly afraid of ghosts, he hops up screaming, terrified, mind is frazzled, can't go back to sleep, cannot function. Mm-hmm. The man who doesn't believe in ghosts says, eh, probably a cat, <laughs> probably the wind. He's not frazzled. Mm-hmm. He's go back, able to go back to sleep and yeah. continue on his life, right? It's a mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, if you understand who you are, nothing can shake that. If you allow external forces, they're always going to be able to yep. sway you and take you off course. And it might change the trajectory of what you're literally put here to do. So for yes. me, I, I could care less, like to a fault. Yes. Um, I'm a king even without a kingdom. Come on. I'm a king even without a crown. And so there's not an arrogance. Yes, there's black there's man. a. Um, there's a confidence, yeah. you know, and now having a son and it pouring that into him, and I see him walk around with this confidence because you know who yes. you are. Nothing can shake that. Mm-hmm. Once God tells you who you are, you walk in it. You, Woo. it's it's unshakable. Yes. So, um, that is one of my gifts. Mm-hmm. And when I have conversations with other black men, is what like just remember who you are. Yes. Right. We mentioned God earlier, so you know. Um, when the ancient Hebrews was mashing through, you know, Pharaoh and, you know, Moses and all that, they're, they're walking through this desert for 40 years. That that trip yeah. was a four-day journey or whatever it was, right? It was not supposed to take exactly. 40 years. And so when God is talking to them, trying to figure it out, they say, you, he said, he didn't say, y'all just some, some bums and some yeah. sinners. <laughs> he said, you forgot. You forgot. That's all he kept saying. He said, you just kept forgot. And so it's on us to just really remember who we are mm-hmm. and don't allow the world to tell you. Mm, that's a bar. Yeah. 
Hey, it's your girl, Maisha from Keys to the Culture Podcast. Are you a creative building a brand and want to take your business to the next level? Then listen up, because I got some exciting news for you. One of the fastest ways to reach your target audience is to promote on Keys to the Culture Podcast. Why? Because we have some of the biggest names in the game, from musicians to CEOs to creatives and bosses of all kind. So this is your chance to tap into our audience to grow your business to the next level. We work with small businesses as well as newbies in the game. So don't worry if you're just starting out, we got you covered. Are you ready to promote on Keys to Culture Podcast? Well, click the link in the bio to promote today. That's a bar, and I had to learn it for myself. I had to remember who I was. I had like a really traumatic situation that happened a couple of years ago, and this is like my first real traumatic situation that happened in my life. And I had to remember, and God reminded me who I was. I had to say it every day, mantra, I'm a good person. I'm a beautiful person. I'm intelligent. I'm kind. And I had to say that to myself every single day just as a reminder. And for you, you have a son. And you instill those great qualities in him to be a black man, to understand that he is a king. So with having a son, how has your life changed from being a father? Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, and shout out to his mom. It was her birthday yesterday. Come Obviously, on. Obviously, we're no shout longer together. Mom. She's an incredible mom, incredible person. And we have a great friendship mm-hmm. built on. Like, you know, God put us together, raised this incredible boy. And so Beautiful. we locked in. Shout out to black women in general. Um, yes. So um, I, had a, I had a very extremely traumatic, painful um, childhood mm-hmm. in relation to my dad. Um, my dad's a PhD, earned from USC. He has four master's degrees. He's the most intelligent man I've ever known. Yeah. As far as emotional energy, non-existent. Yeah. So me growing up being a ball player, winning a city championship, doing these things, getting scholarships, and an artist. Oh yeah. He was like just disowned, like literally. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of my art is stuff that I've always wanted to do, but I just could not do it because yeah. he just didn't approve. And so. Um, physically, verbally, emotionally, spiritually abusive. Mm. Like, I have such a hard, you know, skin now because if I could take a whooping or beat down for my pops, ain't nobody in the street touching me, right? So so growing up with that um, and now having a son Mm -hmm. and not having a blueprint, not Mm -hmm. having the tools. Yeah. I pray every day. Let me just love for one day. Absolutely. You know, just give me it because that's all I got. Mm -hmm. Um, and so now having this responsibility, and my son is, he is, um, and God made this really obvious, he is me with a chance. Ugh. I didn't have a chance at all. To me, being here is literally a miracle from all high. Yeah. Um, and so I am not going to fumble that. Yeah. You know, my greatest fear is failing him mm-hmm. and dying alone. Other than that, there's nothing I fear. Mm. Um, and so every time, every touch, every conversation is so intentional. Yeah. He received, I've been telling him since he was in a womb, you're going to be the greatest man alive. Oh. And this is what it looks like oh to be God. compassionate, to be in touch with your emotion, to protect your mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, and he embraces it. Yeah. So when you see him know that, if you think I'm dope, oh, he's yeah. going to be a lot of them. Yes. And he's embracing it. He's a change maker. He really is. Yeah, oh, indigo child. Yeah. That's beautiful. And it's a lot of uh, black men who don't have that. 
and yeah. they are trying to figure out life, mm-hmm. how to treat women, how to have relationships, yeah. how to be emotionally available, yeah. how to deal with their emotions. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and I see that a lot, even with my brothers. I have lots of brothers, y'all. Yeah. My daddy was a very busy man. Right. But um, with my brothers and just talking to them and learning as a woman how to talk to them yeah. is really important. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the relationship between black men and black women. Ooh, let's get it. So between black men and black women, there has been so many other podcasts, not this podcast, who are kind of making it a war mm. between black men and black women. And first, for me, I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like that feeling. And I'm always trying to root for black men. I'm always in your corner. Yeah. I have never had any traumatic experiences outside of my dad with any black man in Ooh. a negative light. They've always been protective. They've always been very loving. Yeah. But when it comes to relationships, there is a disconnect. And how can we keep our relationships strong as a family unit and also romantically between black men and black women? It's an amazing question. You know, I am not an expert on that, nor do I say that, look, that's what you gotta do. Right, right. What has worked for me, and I have two sisters that are absolutely amazing, Yeah. um, is, I think a lot of the power in a woman is her touch. And by that, I don't, I don't mean, you know, the physical. Um, there, there's, there's, um, there's a softness, yeah. right? The most attractive quality in a woman for me is her compassion. Mm-hmm. I'm around models all day. Everybody's fine at LA. That is nothing for me. Right. <laughs> um, when someone's able to speak to mm-hmm. your soul yes. and speak words of life into you, and um, call you king like it's your first name. Mm-hmm. Um, that touches is unforgettable, right? Um, yeah. I used to say all the time, like, what do you feed a lion? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a full-grown African lion. What do you feed a lion? Yeah. And they would ask him meat. Nah, why would you feed a lion meat? He's an apex predator. He could do that with zero effort. Mm-hmm. Meat is the easiest thing in the world to get. Yes. You feed a lion peace. Okay. Right? Because... In those tribes, it's the lion, the male lion, that rests most of the day. The women are out there handling business. Yeah. The male rises up when it's time to rear the, the children, mm-hmm. gather them, teach them how to hunt. And when a foe comes into the pride land, he rears up and he handles business. Now he has to go back and sleep and regenerate that, that mm-hmm. energy, right? Or all is lost. So when he comes back to the crib, he needs a substantial amount of peace mm-hmm. in order to be who he's supposed to be. Beautiful. And so... Meat is the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Dang, that's the easiest thing in the world. So um, I think us doing a better job of really valuing, mm-hmm. right? Um, you can't praise what you can't value. Yeah. I can praise black women because I value black women. I see them. It's yeah. only black women for me. So okay. um, no apologies whatsoever for that. Um, so having that, that understanding and just really being open to the yeah. conversation of mm-hmm. what is it you need? What are some areas? What are some lacks you see in me? Yeah. And when I say being open, like not ready to respond, mm-hmm. being a better listener, being a better person that can comprehend the information as well, mm. and co- leading with humility. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, here are my faults. Here are my red flags. I'm laying them out on the table. 
and let me know we can still build something. See, I did that and it didn't work. I put everything on Man. the table, it didn't work, baby. Yeah. And again, like, yes. I'm not a doctor. I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's hit a miss. And I, I'm a huge fan of therapy. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, um, I did therapy secretly. Yeah, yeah, I did that secretly. Love it. Yeah, because yeah. so. those conversations, you, a lot of times we just don't have the tools mm -hmm. to navigate it. You know, and people aren't really real. Yes. You know, I'm I'm so real. It's like it's, it's like it's shocking at times um, with oh, my I conversation understand. And dialogue because I, I, time is not something I have a lot of. Mm -hmm. It just isn't, and so um, communicate. Yeah. Lay, lay it all out, all your cards out, and then you give the person, the other person, the opportunity to decide if they they can actually align with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's fair. Treat everybody like, like they're your sister, like really. No, seriously. Yeah. yeah, I love that too. I'm the same way. I'm very honest yeah. and I'm very um, transparent when it comes to dating, yeah. and I'm all about building black people up. Ooh, that's man. all I'm about. Yeah. I feel like it's it's a kingdom that we have to build back up. Really um, and with that being said, Actively Black, Ooh. I feel like this brand is encompassing all of that and more. And I wanna know, how did you get involved with Actively Black? Yeah, dang, um, that was an interesting story. So um, there are a lot of brands that reach out to me just to model. Mm -hmm. And my mindset is, I can model, I can do that, but I got a lot of the gifts, right? Yeah. And so when the CEO, shout out to Lanny, Lanny Smith, just an incredible black man. He's literally Wakanda's finest. Um, yes. He reached out, and at the time, I didn't realize that this man has like 9,000 text messages on his phone, legit, <laughs> that he has to get response to. Um, but when he reached out, he DM'd me, he's like, hey, bro, I love your work, boom, 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 we love to book you for a shoot. At the time, I just shot with Milano. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Milano as well. Incredible yes, black woman beautiful. doing her thing. And, um, you know, my pay for that was was pretty incredible, I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. She definitely took care of everybody. So price went up. You know, yes, okay. Yesterday's price, right? It's not today's so price. <laughs> when he reached out and he asked what my rates were, mm -hmm. I showed him what my rates were according to the work that I've done, right? It's my resume. Of course. And um, it took like maybe four days to hear back. And so I'm thinking like, dang, it's a black owned brand. You know, a lot of times black owned brand t-shirts and whatnot, they just ain't got it. So. I did my research, mm -hmm. went on the website, read all about it. I'm like, it was phenomenal. Yeah. This is what I've been looking for. I've done it for all the other brands, you mm -hmm. know, um, but never one that was black owned. That was unapologetically black. Yes. So I reached out on the fifth day and I said, you know what? If it's a finance, I'll shoot for free, bro. Let's just run this. Wow. And it took another two days. He got back to me. He's like, no, bro, that's not it. I'm going to pay you your worth. Yeah. He says, I was just on planes and trips and flights. So he booked me, went in there. I was on an ox, created the energy, the environment, shoot went amazing. I'm leaving home, got paid immediately in my full rate. I'm like, wow, this is dope. I'm here for that. Yeah, yeah, I did too. <laughs> yes. I'm halfway to the crib. I get another text. Hey, are you free tomorrow? We got something else I want to shoot with you. Wow. I was like, yeah. I said, yeah, before I even looked at my schedule. So we, we you know, we ran it up. And as we're chopping it up, because I had a clothing line as well. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of the 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 hiccups and yeah. the things to be aware of in that process and mm -hmm. what it looks like from what you need from your models, right? Yeah. Everybody wants you when you shine in. Oh yeah. But who, who has a shovel? Mm -hmm. Who's digging, right? Who's doing the work? Because they see the trips and the glass house and all the things. People don't see the grind. Oh yeah. Right? And so me literally let them know that, bro, whatever it is you need. Yeah. 
And so from that, you know, did a couple shoots, and then he's like, I think the conversation happened about me being a creative director, and I sent mm-hmm. the resume. He's like, bro, you did all this? I'm like, oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's what I do. And then that, ne- that was the next conversation, bringing oh, me wow. on as our lead model and um, creative director. And so today it actually is dropping um, the kids' line, which, you know, I was able to have a huge part in. Wow. Brought my son into so, he, oh you know, he gosh. got signed as well. Legacy season. Yeah. So that's Ooh. my story. Okay, legacy season. Oh, yeah. What does legacy season mean? We need to expand on that a little bit. Yeah. When you think about, you know, different hierarchies that have been throughout the, the Western world. Yeah. You think about like Great Britain and, and Irish and you, these family crests. Yeah. Like these very significant things where you can understand your lineage once you see that visual. Mm-hmm. So legacy for me is why are we establishing that? Mm-hmm. You know, what is going to carry your name forth? So when people yeah. see that, they identify with greatness. Yeah. Um, so not only identify with greatness, but also understand that that's protected, mm-hmm. right? And so there's nothing foul. No, it's it's literally a kingdom. Yeah. And so. Um, I love that kingdom. Yeah, is the king greater than the kingdom? Mm. The king is. You know, the people love the king. Yeah. You know. There, there were kings that were just tyrants and doing weird stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. But getting back to like real kings and queens and then raising young princes and princesses to establish our legacy yeah. and say, we are establishing it. We're Absolutely. not allowing anything external to. So that's what it means for me. Yeah, because we're all about generational wealth over here. Yeah. And yeah. I love the fact that you said it's, it's protected. It's yeah. your name. It's, you like doing yeah. it for your last name. It's oh, not yeah. your first name. Oh, yeah. Because after we gone, after we dead and gone, yeah. our names, our family legacy mm-hmm. will live on yeah. through the generations to come. So it's so yeah. important that we lay that foundation now yeah. and we lay out the, the legacies that we need to as far as generationally, yeah. financially, spiritually, emotionally, yeah. wow. and building that amazing connection between our family bonds, yeah. which I think has kind of gotten lost a little bit you know as as time has progressed if we've seen black people in america specifically mm-hmm. from the 70s to now yeah. and how the black families have changed yeah. um it's it's quite different and the the, yeah. the conversations i've had with my mom about my grandparents and everything yeah. about them and i really want to get that back yeah. and that's something i've been searching for um to have that back and i started that too i had a i had a clothing line too oh, wow. and it was called 2021 and co after my grandmother's address 2021. Mm. okay Dope. so it's just living Dope. on through that yeah. and um as a creative you know myself i've had my hand in a number of different things but you are a creative director in multiple different things so when it comes to a creative director as a occupation, yeah. as your career, yeah. what are some things that you had yeah. to learn along the way that have shaped you to being successful? Yeah, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's so many different points. Um, one, it is a career, mm-hmm. so I think for anybody that's you know passionate about what it is you do, there are classes and courses. There's a mm-hmm. lot you can do on that, and I think that growing up in inner city, we really didn't see those things as options. Just because we didn't nobody know anybody that was actually doing them, right? Mm-hmm. And so, creative director, I think from working at Hulu, working at Bird, working at these you know Fortune 500 companies, it was understanding your signature, mm-hmm. um, your fingerprint, and the brand and the marketing aspect because you're conveying a singular message to a plethora of viewers, right? Yeah. And that message has to be succinct and 
something that people want to continually tune into. Yeah. There's a huge responsibility in that, right? Um, Vibe. I'm sure the numbers are already off, but actually Black's hit 30 million at this point, probably even more. Um, and so to hire someone and trust them to convey that message. Yeah. Shout out to Lanny and our, our board again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for all the other people that, that help. Um, it's a lot amount of trust. Yeah. And so your resume needs to, to literally state, I am capable. Um, I lead with humility. And um, I was born for this. Yeah. So when I sit down with a client, um, they either one of two things. Either they already have a vision of what they want to do, mm-hmm. or they have absolutely none. Mm-hmm. Right? And so for me, a huge part of what I do is get, getting creative control. Mm-hmm. Having them sign off on that. Because, again, I'll you know, put together a skit or a scheme, and they'll say, oh, that's dope. But you know what? I saw this. Could you do this? And then it right. becomes an entirely different project. You know, you can circumvent a lot of that by um, doing some skeletons, mm-hmm. right, where it's not the full body, and just make sure that we're on the same flow. Yeah. But really being a good listener mm-hmm. and hearing what's your ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, getting that and saying, okay, I think that this visual can completely encapsulate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having a backup as well. There's a, pro- a lot of projects I shoot where I have one in, a, you know, in the <laughs> chamber just in case they're not yes. rocking with that. So we have to you know, shoot it all over. Um, so hopefully those tidbits kind of help. Um, yeah, being a great listener, understanding branding, marketing, Understanding who the audience is, who the target audience is, mm-hmm. and um, just staying on top of a lot of the algorithms. Yeah, I will say as a black creative, they don't rock with us, y'all. You know, so much of my stuff is yes. stifled. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since I work with actually black, like my numbers dramatically yeah. dwindled. Do I worry about numbers? No, because mm-hmm. for me, my social media is a black anthology. It's not a. It's not an Instagram page. Okay. It's It's a, a, a library. Yes. It's a museum. It's a resource. Absolutely. And you know what? That's really important. I want to go back to a point where you said they'll see something and then they want you to do that. And I've seen that with so (laughs) many people. And we can see, like, anybody can be a consultant. And they could watch somebody else online and be like, oh, I love how he does his content. Let me make content like this. And it becomes a mirror. And then the really interesting thing about that is that when people see someone say something, it only reminds them of the original. So when I hear you regurgitate something from somebody else or images or something you're doing, I think about the original person. So when it comes to branding, marketing, content creation, Mm -hmm. I feel like you understand that fully because a lot of you don't when it comes to businesses. Yeah. Um, and I'm a consultant as well, and I talk to people about it all the time, and it's, it's confusion yeah. when it comes to that. Oh, yeah. How important it is to create a brand before you start to push out any marketing material. Let's talk about that. It's, it's imperative. Yeah. Um, my DMs are flooded. I mean, to, to the point of help me get here or put me on or mm-hmm. the, these conversations. And so I've learned a long time ago, um, you know, you put on your homies that are ready, that have shown that they're actually doing it already. Oh, yeah. Not not projects. The world is moving way too fast to start a project. Come right? on. No one's being discovered. Mm-hmm. Right? It might be 0.5%. Right? Show me your work. Right? Yeah. I tell my son again, back to my son. Shout out to Noel. Mm-hmm. Um, if my son comes home and shows me, you know, a piece of paper, Dad, I got 100%, I got an A. I'm just like, man, I'm so proud of you, G. I really yeah. am. 
Can you show me your work? Mm-hmm. Don't show me, hey, show me how you got there. Because mm-hmm. I need to understand that you fully understand. I'm not even worried about the grade. Yes. Because if you understand the steps, then that step's gonna lead to that step, to that step, to that step. And so being able to understand the steps that lead to that yeah. is branding, mm-hmm. right? Um, and being able to communicate that to, you know, I got wallets, I got shoes, I got hats, I got beanies, I got, you know, all these different brands that I've been fortunate enough to work with, um, showing them the steps. Yeah. So a lot of it is education as well. There's mm-hmm. stuff that, you know, they're just not aware of. Yeah. A lot of people, when it comes to branding, this is what I tell people. Can you convey who you are, who you serve, yeah. and what you believe Ooh, in? Come on. And if you cannot tell me that, then you're not ready to work with me. (laughs) But you can hire me to do it for you. But it's really important for people to grasp, especially black business owners. We have to understand about branding, marketing, and then we get into the content creation. Because I get people, can you help me with my content? Can you help me with my content? I said, well, do you have a website? (laughs) No website. Well, do you have um, any details about the business? Do I have a media kit, a brand Bible? Nope. I don't have it. Okay, so let's start from square one and work on that. So uh, just seeing your journey and your growth over the last couple of years on social media, what are some tips and tools you can give someone on how to grow their personal brand um, as well as their following? Because people care about following. They They really do care about following. So let's talk about that. Man, I got two two thoughts on that. Hopefully I can remember them both. But um, Mm -hmm. the first is... People want to be associated with greatness, mm-hmm. right? Um, most people don't love greatness. They envy it, mm. right? We get the side comment. I like your little business. See what you got. See, Come on, let's talk about that. Yes, yeah, so it's like, all right, but I can see a side eye in my sleep, uh-huh. what Jay-Z say, right? So I see, I see, the, I see the dumb stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a tendency, crabs in a barrel at times, to downplay the yeah. significance of it. Me, I celebrate everything. Yeah. Every win I'm celebrating. It could just be, you know, a glass of wine. I'm taking myself to a nice dinner. I'm celebrating everything. Why? Because I, I need to build up in my psyche, my mindset that I'm actually doing it and making progress. Exactly. Right? Because if something fails, I'm gonna feel that for a month or two. Mm-hmm. Right? Why? Because we're so we're so used to negativity. Um, I asked my son, Papa, what was the highlight of your day? Ooh. Like think about it. what was the last time someone asked, what was the best part of your day? Because if you said, man, yes. today, man, I was a Travis Kettles hit me, boom, 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 I lost Directly money. Directly to negative. It is. Our bodies just absorb it. And so now we're teaching ourselves to focus on that. Yeah. Right? So there's that. The second thing is, like, if you see, wow, Doc, you over there doing it? Man, you work there? That's phenomenal. I want to work there. Cool. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. So you walk to this huge office. Man, I don't know. I just want to mop. You want to do runway? Do you want to do print? Do you want to do editorial? Yeah. Do you want to do lifestyle? Do you want to do fit? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just want to work here. All right, cool. Look, there's a bucket in the back. Let's go ahead and knock out some toilets. Because you just want to work here. You right. You don't even understand your brand. Yes. But if I walk in with a resume, like, look, this is what I've done so far. I think I can add value yes. to you in this and this and this and this way. Yes. I know exactly where to place you. Thanks for coming in. And then you're going to be placed specifically. Mm-hmm. So, again, understanding your specific brand, what it is you want to do, and understanding that. As a creative, you're going to work harder than a nine-to-five. Oh, absolutely. It's on you, right? And so most of the questions that people pose literally just tells me you haven't even done any research. Come on. 
You're right. Can we just talk? Let's talk about research. Can we talk about research? Because <laughs> you're, you're asking me, huh? And I say, just look at my page. I tag everybody. I give credit. So yep. you look for somebody to vet who's a great videographer or photographer. It's vetted. What's the brand you work with? It's, it's literally there. Yes. So you're asking me questions that we, we can't do lazy. You have we to put in there. I might give you like two or three little homework assignments. Exactly. What I've noticed is anytime I say, you know what, I'd love to help you, I would. Mm -hmm. My schedule right now doesn't allow it. But if you do this and this and this, get at me in a week. 80% there, I never hear back from you. So you tell telling me you're ready for this, but you couldn't do this. Yeah. So now I just give a homework assignment. Yep. And that kind of weeds out who's not really with it. See that I, I can relate to that. I do yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I get hit up so many times. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, I see you work with Facebook, you work with Meta, you yeah. work with Instagram. So um, how can I get on? I'm like, well, okay, I need you to do this, yeah. this, this, and when you're ready, you bring it to me, yeah. and I'll give you some feedback. I love it. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I don't want to set anyone up for failure. Right. And then also, if I'm vouching for you. Yeah. And I'm putting my name and my reputation on the Come line. On. Let's talk about the reputation. On, right. Then that's going to make me look bad. Because, yeah. hey, Maisha, you sent me this person. Mm. But they're not even prepared to have a conversation with me. I ain't seen that person day in my life. Come on. <laughs> so it's no easy button when it comes to business. Yeah. Whether you are creative, a creative or not, it's yeah. not easy for you just to walk in a room and just like, oh, I'm just ready yeah. to do this. This is what I want to yeah. do today. And uh, so many people fall off. It's not realistic. It's not realistic yeah. and it's not long-term thinking. Right. And right. I love the fact you say right. research, you have to do your research. If yeah. I want to be a creative director, I need yeah. to fully understand what comes with that. Yeah. What is the ins and out of that yeah. occupation? How do I grow in my personal branding as yeah. being a creative? And how can I grow other brands doing that as well? So as a creative yeah. and in the space, how did you build a business around that? A few things. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm booked as a model, right, um, mm -hmm. whatever my rate is, it's typically a singular transaction. Mm -hmm. um, you receive the photos and the visuals, and I receive a check. Yeah. Then you take that and you market it, you run with it, you build whatever you want to build. Now, most shoots, I, you know, especially earlier on, they would pay me whatever payment, mm -hmm. and then I'd get some of the apparel or the shoes or the jacket. So me having the creative team already, because I'm – creating what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. I'm taking that two weeks out. After the shoot, let's put together a little something, 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 right? Yeah. And so then I put together a scheme or a vignette, a set, and I post it, I tag everybody appropriately. Then the brand's looking at that like, yo, that's actually doper than what we hired and paid five, uh -huh. ten thousand $10,000 for. Mm -hmm. Who put this together? All the tags is creative directed by Doc, right? Period. So that's how I started out. And so, the next conversation is, I'm not sure if you, you know where, but um, not only did I book the location, mm -hmm. I booked the models, I booked the MUA, I booked all these different things, and this is the package. Wow. So a brand that's really you know sentient yeah. and aware is going to say, if I hire a creative director and I'm paying them, you know, what's the rate, 100000 a year, 115 it's some decent money, looking at a creative director. Mm -hmm. um, you're paying one person, and everybody has blinders, right? Yeah for their vision on what the brand could do. But as a brand, if I have a suit line, and I send Doc five suits, yeah. with the five, $7,000 stipend, create content. Now I'm in the greater city of LA, and I have connections with some of the best models in the city, mm -hmm. I can put together scripts. So now you just spent 
fifteen k with the suits and everything included, shipping and all that, as opposed to hiring your boy for hundred k. Yep. Now you have my vision that he couldn't even imagine. Yes. Right? So there are a lot of brands that saw value in that. So then I was at a point where I had seven different brands was created like for me. Oh my god. Creating sets, paying on homies, putting everybody on, boom, 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 and creating these these contacts. Come on. Um, that's literally how I started. Oh my god. And for me again, it's add value to whatever you touch. Mm-hmm. You know, singular transaction, cool. You got yours, boom, boom. But now. There's so many brands and models I see that get the apparel and you never see it again. Oh, hello. Where's the loyalty to the to the tribe, to the family? So now, yeah, like actively it. black, it's workout apparel, athleisure. So now my post, you see me tagging and working out in it. Yes. I actually love it. It's actually gang now. Yeah. Right? And so loyalty, especially when you're doing numbers that these brands are doing, mm-hmm. everybody want to work with you. But everybody's not gang. Nope, they're not. Right, so you're going to roll with the person that's actually representing and wearing yes. the colors and riding for gang? Or are you going to roll with, you know, the, the Willamia and all the other yeah. models that just want the opportunity in the check? Exactly. Psst, you. Come here, come here. Yes, you. Have you been struggling to stay consistent with your content? We've all been there. You told yourself you was gonna post about a year ago, but you have yet to post today. But don't worry, I got you covered. Introducing the Ultimate Content Calendar Blueprint. It is a guide that will show you how to stay consistent with your content for the next 30 days and beyond. It's filled with tips, tools, and ideas to help you take your content to the next level. And guess what? It's completely free. So don't wait because it's gonna go out fast. So make sure you download the Content Calendar Blueprint today. I agree. Now, when it comes to black people in the creator economy, mm-hmm. now this has been a subject over pretty much the pandemic, before the pandemic. Yeah. There are so many talented black people in so many amount of ways, music, dance, fashion, yeah. film, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. We are the culture, yeah. let's be clear. Yeah. We are the culture, but it seems like everything we do is copied and pasted, yeah. and we are not getting credit. Yeah. We don't get paid for it. There was a young lady that made a song. It was an infectious song. It was like a kingdom anthem, and it went viral everywhere. Beautiful voice. Another man of another ethnicity took that, and he started getting paid off it from TikTok. Now, TikTok going through some things right now. In America, we don't know if it's going to get banned. But with that being said, like, how can black people take ownership of their own content? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great question. And I think it's something that Actually Black is exploring and doing. Yeah. Um, when that man, you know, Lanny Smith, again, shout out to her CEO, literally told me, um, I will pay you your worth. Yeah. You know, like, most brands are like, bro, I ain't got it. Even to this day, I got boys that have done brands, like three conversations last week. I'm like, man, that sounds incredible. You know, I love to help, boom, boom, boom. What's your creator budget? Yeah. Oh, well, I ain't sold none yet. But you got to you work yeah. for, right? Like, that has to be something that you incorporate into everything. What's Absolutely. the budget? Or don't even, like, I shot a Gucci campaign last year. You know? My resume speaks for itself. Come on, Gucci. And I'm okay with bringing out my resume. Yeah, <laughs> Right? Period. So, I'm okay with negotiating. You mm-hmm. know, I worked in corporate America. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely getting every dollar yes. that's afforded me based on what I've done. Absolutely. So, I think black people being able to flex their resume, mm-hmm. show your work season, show me your work. Um, and realizing that you mentioned that we are the culture yeah. I don't know what the numbers are but as far as black spending power oh yes billions. 
Billions. But I'll tell a brief story. So my sister went to Yale. Shout out to my big sister. She's a medical doctor now. Super intelligent. Again, follow my dad's trajectory. Come on. Um, I don't care about Yale. Okay. Right? <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's amazing on your resume, and shout out to you for that. Um, there's something in us that when we hear that, a white or, you know, Eurasian, whatever, um, institution, Yes. We're going to give a greater credence and, you know, worship that because of what's associated with it, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to someone who went to Cal State Dominguez that has mm-hmm. the same degree that's still a medical doctor that's doing it. Like, for me, it's always been, we, we're not pumped off of that anymore. Yes. Because if we have billions of dollars spending power, the moment we start looking at black-owned brands as... Okay. Oh, that's that. Not what they tell us is. Yes. These rappers, in, you know, they don't represent us. They yes. haven't. There's a reason why they're getting paid what they're getting paid and wearing what they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Right? To say, this is your culture. Eat it up. Right. No, like these not. red boots that's going on right now. Talk about it. Let's talk about these red boots. What's going on? Because there are some black, pan- black brands that actually have shoes companies one of my really good friends uh dr dapper has yeah. a shoe company yeah. very qual a great quality shoe yeah, great. we have enzo which is another black yeah. brand there's a couple of other yeah. ones but we don't put their brands on a pedestal yeah. and i like how you mentioned that a lot of times yeah. when it has a white face it, it screams more value to us and we internalize that yeah. And that's something that has been passed down, too. Because yeah, I've heard so many people, even within my family, I'm going to be clear, my family, yeah. too, where it's, oh, that's the white people neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's yeah. a lot. That's good money. Yeah. I'm like, but wait, yeah. somebody black is trying their best over here. Let's try to support him or her. Because yeah. I shop black. I try to promote yeah. as much as I can for black brands. Yeah. And I try to make the experience better for us, too. Yeah. I give advice all the time. Yeah. And I think it's really important that we just give back to our people in a positive way. It doesn't always have to be monetary. Yeah, it could be advice. It could be taking our time to yeah. give them some feedback. Hey, I seen you started this brand, but I think it'd be great if you mm-hmm. tried this. Yeah. You know, not in a you know a, a negative way, but yeah. just giving back in that way is yeah. really important to us. So what is some advice? Because yeah. you're a model, too. Let's yeah. not get it twisted. This yeah. man is a whole model. So we want to talk to the models out there. There's a lot of people who hit me up in the DM, and I hit you up and ask yeah. questions like, yeah. hey, my friend's trying to model. Yeah. So what is some advice you would give someone who's trying to become a model? Mm. Wow. I get asked this a lot. Um, mm-hmm. One of the first questions for me is why? Like, yeah. like really why? Um, mm-hmm. Are you chasing fame, notoriety? Are you really willing and ready to study the craft? Yeah. Because um, it's going to show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on runways where, you know, you're going to runway, and I talk a lot of shit. I do. Um, <laughs> so you see somebody who's just like, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. And you knew it was terrible. You have no friends. And that is just... Um, <laughs> Not no friends. You got to spend time literally in front of that mirror. Yeah. You know, and it sounds, yeah. it sounds conceited. But you need to know your angles. You need to know your light. You need to know what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And so um, the why is yeah. always it. Do you want to be published? Do you want to end up in magazines? Do you want to... Like, will, will it fulfill you? 
Yeah. You know, is it fulfillment you're looking for? So I think really wrapping my mind around why, and then I give the homework assignment. It's like, yeah. look, you have a lot of questions, and that's amazing. It sounds like you might be ready for a consultation call. Mm -hmm. This is what I charge for. Yeah. Because if you can't pay my $65, $80 consultation, then you're probably not going to pay a $600 photographer yeah. or book a studio for 200 right? Absolutely. So the first thing is, let me see what your investment is. Do mm -hmm. I need your little money for an hour call? I don't. Right. But let me see how invested you are. Because you get, if I, somebody, you get somebody something free, they're not going to value it as much as if they paid for it. That's a fact. You know? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because um, I get a lot of people, they're just good looking. Yeah. But that doesn't make a good model. I'm going to tell you real quick. So there's, um, there's a photographer named Shemayan. Shout out to Shemayan. Mm -hmm. Incredible black um, photographer. He shot some of the most amazing people in the world. He hosted a workshop for models where you just sit down and listen to the man speak. Mm -hmm. I won't quote his price, but it was a decent amount of money. Mm -hmm. And so my ex at the time was a model. I booked it for her, and I accompanied her. And I just sat in the room, had a coffee while they, they talked. And he said a few things. He said, most of the stuff you see are gimmicks. Mm. Hey, oh, you handsome. You got a nice hair. You got green eyes. You got big whatever. And that'll get you in the door. Mm -hmm. It won't sustain you. Yeah. And so he went around and asked some moms that always participated. And he said, he asked them, what's your brand? Mm -hmm. And most of them, well, you know, they were stuck. And then wow. he would pull out their social media and look at it. He says, by the first three rows, I should be able to look at it and tell exactly who it is you are. I'm not here to do no guesswork. Exactly. I got a $30 million company. We are not out here trying to figure out <laughs> how much ice cream you like or, you know, whatever it is you got going on your social media. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the young lady he asked at the time, she was stuck too. And I felt Ooh. bad. I was feeling like, you know, I was got paid for it. But then he asked me, he's like, Doc, what's your brand? Mm -hmm. And I told him on the spot he said when I look at you that's exactly what I see I said I hire you on the spot yeah it's not a confusing message mm -hmm. you know I'm a masculine high-end fashion model absolutely and I care you know and I care in my posture and this is what I can bring to the table and that's what I read when you walk in the room that's what I see Appreciate that. exactly so what is missing yeah. in the male modeling world <laughs> it's the face for me <laughs> yeah um I'm gonna sound so biased, but um, man, do I really want to tap that question? Um, I think every brand knows what it is they're looking. Let me take the PC approach. Every brand knows what it is they're looking for, <laughs> and they're going to hire the talent that they think best fits their schemes. Um, I think in LA, professionalism. Mm. Um, if a shoot is at 10 a.m. and you show up at 10 a.m. you're late. Mm -hmm. um, I think the follow through, the sending the letter or the DM or the email, want to thank you again for hiring me for the shoot. Mm -hmm. These are some of the things I learned. Being able to complete that transaction and go yeah. full circle. Um, honoring the legacy of that brand of, again, singular transaction, but here's what I can actually do for you. In the yeah. interim, and you know, most of the brands I work with, I've been hired four or five times after the shoot. Some models wow. get one shot and then they're done. Mm -hmm. Most models don't get hired on by the brand where they're actually working for them. So I think professionalism will absolutely set you apart. Mm -hmm. um, being really serious and devoted to your craft and the consistency as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. And that's in all industries. 
I think across the board, yeah. it's it's a lack of professionalism. I think the the kids that are coming behind us, because yeah. I'm in my thirties, I ain't gonna say what how old I am, but I'm in my thirties, and um, I notice a lot of the younger people are they just don't have it, <laughs> and it's not like it used to be. When I was a kid, we had like classes on how to write your resume. I know yeah. resumes are getting a little different now, but yeah. how to write your resume. How yeah. to speak in an interview? What questions you should be able to answer? Yeah. So that is something that you know is missing across the board. And yeah. I know you mentioned your son quite a yeah. few times, but I want to ask you, what advice would you give your younger self? Great question. Literally everything I'm doing for him. Yeah. Um, I just took out another life insurance policy because again, God forbid anything should happen to me, but mm-hmm. should it? My son has a million bucks. You know. Come on. Yeah, black man with a million bucks, and so. It's a sacrifice of a steak dinner per yeah. month, right? And so um, building that legacy, I've had conversations with him about death because, again, we just don't have these combos. Like, Pop, mm-hmm. look, I'm in best shape of my my life. Like, I'm yeah. good. Um, but should I die, these are some of the things that are going to be important to you. This is what you need to do once you receive that, right? Yeah. Here are the people that are going to make sure it's protected. First thing you're going to do is buy a house. Mm-hmm. Whatever's left over, you can have my whip. So you ain't got to worry about a house or a whip. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep that crib. You're going, you know what I'm saying? So he has yeah. a plan. He's already wrapped his ownership. mind around of ownership on what those next steps do. Because with his looks, mm-hmm. with his intellect, he's going to be so far ahead. And he's a yeah. light. He's a leader. So um, a lot of those things, right? Yeah. I believe in controlled exposure. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a kid growing up in South Central, I was just exposed to stuff where I didn't have a buffer or anybody to talk through about it. So... For him, I expose him to a lot, yeah. and we talk through it, you know. Um, I've taken him downtown LA and bought him a disposable camera. Shoot whatever you want to shoot. And then we shoot it, and then, you know, a week later, we'll print them all out, and then we're looking at all the images. That's a great shot. Oh, that one's a little fuzzy. And so mm-hmm. now his mind's a photographer because that's a skill set you can take anywhere. And if mm-hmm. you decide to go into it, you have a skill without even knowing it. That Beautiful. you can make a G a day, right? Beautiful. And so those intentional um, investments for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I want to ask you one last question. Yeah. What's next for the DLC? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's a lot, I can tell. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a, not only is it a lot, I'm not even trying to just hold back. Um, yeah. Most of the things I created you probably won't even see. I don't post them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're they're given to the brand. Um, I don't share a lot. Yeah. There, there's a lot of stuff I do that no one even have any idea, and that's intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an, I think it's intentional because I grew up in a household where creativity wasn't celebrated, mm-hmm. so everything I did was in the dark. Yeah. Um, I published two books, you know, and no one oh. in my family knew until, like, they're flipping through it. I'm like, oh. You illustrate that, I'm like, yeah. Just because, you know, it just wasn't celebrated. So I think that's, by default, um, it's still something that um, you kind of hear about in the rear. It's like, oh, yeah. that's what you're doing. So you'll hear about it. You'll see it. Yes. Beautiful. I love yeah. it. I love it. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us today on Keys of the Culture Podcast. Where can the people find you? Um, if you are on social media, then uh, Twitter is survival of doc, D-O-C. And if it's on Instagram, it's Survival of the Creatives. I think yeah. the name and moniker speaks for itself. 
Yes, and he is on fire, y'all. I follow him. Y'all better follow him right now. And follow Keys to the Culture Podcast. We are at Keys to the Culture Podcast on all platforms. Go to our website, keys to culture podcast.com. This is your girl, Maisha Robinson, and I am signing out. Until next time, I'll see you soon. Bye.